I think I will be backing Aft Cabin. This was just absolutely express last night. I, it ended up starting even money. Sliced through the pack and it did look the winner for a couple of strides, but Jack and O was too good for it. Aft Cabin on top. If we get $2.50 plus, that would be brilliant. I think he can sit Noah Sal or one out, one back, and I think it'll be too good. At the 250 and exploded away. Aft Cabin, three lengths, Ambergini, a gap Meridius down the outside, and behind those horses, Berardino and Sir Bailey, but it's all Aft Cabin at 1400 metres is going to stride in this cult. And as they reach the line, it's Aft Cabin winning it well. It doesn't bother me whether he sits outside or J Mac lets him cross and he just follows. When Jamak presses the button, you're going to go straight past it. Well, I hope they smash Nature Strip because I'll back a driver. Well, and that's alright because you'll do your cash because he's got none. NS is absolutely going to piss in. Just get me to the Everest. It's got to be a key. going to go straight past. Straight past. There's no Nash. There's no Eduardo. Absolutely none. NS is going to piss in. Eduardo comes up the rise, two lengths clear from Nature Strip, stalking him. Then came over past, lost and running to the outside, making ground. Eduardo in front, but Nature Strip getting on terms now. Here comes the champ, Nature Strip, taking the lead from Eduardo, clear from lost and running, and Nature Strip back on target to defend his Everest title. Definitely see myself backing in grey shoes. Good price for a good horse. He'd like run second in the blue diamonds here and blinkers back on. Mark Zara goes on. There's going to be no traffic here. One turn around Caulfield gets MZ on, who is probably the best jockey in Victoria right now. Full stop. I can, come, I can definitely come with it at 14 bucks. Um, As they reach the 200, here's Ingratiating right down the outskirts. It's our time coming hard. Ingratiating leading a length from It's Our Time and Curran the inner. Ingratiating clear in the blue. And it's going to lag it towards the inside, but when it Ingratiating has won it. Carlton. P. Cripps. Three votes. And I declare the winner of the 2022 Brownlow medal is Patrick Cripps of the Carlton Football Club. G'day punters and welcome to the review podcast for Racing Previews. Today, of course, we are reviewing Rupert Clark Stakes Day at Caulfield and the George Main up in Sydney. We've just listened to an intro that's taken me an hour to do, but it was well worth it. Uh, Blue Jackets weekend, I think they had eight winners from only uh, 12 races. And then to top it all off for the Blue Baggers, it was Paddy Cripps who would salute in the Brownlow. Nico's still shaking his head. I've just pissed him off. Fellas, <laughs> how are we? Yeah, well, the, umpire, the umpires have got no idea on the footy field initiating or officiating the game. They've got no idea when they fill out the fucking vote card either. <laughs> so much salt. So much salt in the wounds. Karim. Let's get back to the races. Nico, you and I were out there at Caulfield. The, the rain didn't dim our spirits. It was a great day out on track. Can I just say, it's been it's been two years since we've been able to go to the races. Get to the races. Get yourself mm. to the races. Go and watch these good horses. Um, it's been an absolute ball going the last couple of weeks, meeting new people, etc. And luckily, it was a good day on the weekend as well. Yeah, no, it was definitely good. It's um, it is funny how people are so used to not going to the races now, like. <laughs> 
couple of people that I'd spoken to, they were like, asked what I was doing on, on like last weekend, and I was like, oh, I'm going to the track. They're like, didn't you go last weekend? And then like not long ago before that, like yeah, it's spring carnival time. Just because you're so used to not going anywhere now, people are like, didn't you just do this like last weekend? Go to the track. Give me going to the track any day of the week. That was one thing that COVID taught me, definitely. Like, just don't take the little things for granted. If you like doing something, like going to the races, just go. Don't Bloody don't ice. get comfortable and sit at home and watch it. Like, yes, it's probably the industry's um, downfall that they provide such a good service for people to sit at home. And during COVID, it was obviously very good. But now people are so used to staying at home instead of going to the track, which is something that... It's, it's a bit of a cycle that needs to be broken because give me a day at the track any day. Win, lose, or draw. Get off your ass and come join in the Racing Previews Army because that's what it is. We're building an army. Wilbur, you weren't able to make it, but how was your weekend? No, it was good. Um, it was a good weekend. It was wet. Lucky I didn't go to the races. I was half thinking about going either Saturday or Sunday, um, but luckily I didn't go because it was about 20 mils of rain both days and the races are almost called off on both days as well but I, mm. I think I'm going um, Moya Stakes night so really excited to get back to the races huge the start of night racing this Friday at the Valley let's get into the races uh, I rocked up at Caulfield just before race one and the rain had just started to set in and I thought you beauty where else would you rather be than watching a 2,000 metre benchmark 78 on your Saturday morning? It was a unique artist who was able to take it out. And another, I think a bit of a theme over the last couple of weeks is we've seen a lot of these 2,000 metre plus races. They've actually gone quite hard in a lot of these races. And, and that was the case again here with a, a decent tempo. Um, Very fast. But uh, yeah, it went very fast. But just don't know, just don't know what you do with a lot of these horses now. Yeah, I think I think this race has gone pretty well, to be honest. Like it hasn't gone poorly. Um, but at the same time, like you're not really going to be following any of these horses. Well, there's not uh, going to be too many BM seventy eight. Yeah, well, I guess they can go back to the midweeks. They'll go back that to the midweeks true. and and yep. find a race. So you could follow them. Um, the race has gone pretty well. Um, Constantinople's looking for hurdles. I thought he was going to win at one point. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't, it's, the race hasn't gone badly. But that, it, it was set up by a really fast early tempo. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't be sacking any horses that finish in this first five here. The the rest can sort of get in the bin, but... Um, Head, head of state's gone from running second to Profondo. Oh, um, no, beating, beating Profondo. Profondo. I mean, yeah. in the, the gloaming. And now he's running... Tenth. Like, 15 lengths, 13 lengths off the lead in, an, in a benchmark 78 at Caulfield. So, yeah, you know, he's absolutely life comes gone. at you fast. It does, mate. You're only 18. You're telling <laughs> us. <laughs> You've got lots of, uh, lots of it to come, Wilbur. Let's move on to race two. It was 1,000-metre scamper for the three-year-olds and Lascars and winner-takes-it-all dead It wasn't a scamper. It was a walk. Well, it was a walk, but it was over 1,000 metres. Um, hmm. Extravagant Star has 
led this at a, at a crawl, as you mentioned, and been very, very disappointing again, putting a, a real pox on that English Millennium form yet again. I ended up backing it $3.70 late. I thought, beauty, that's that's a very backable price, but no, not to be. Lascars uh, gets its stay in the sun and, and winner takes it all. Um, a horse you kind of stuck up for early in its career, Wilbur, um, dead-heated the race together. Yeah, bad race. Don't follow this. <laughs> I don't know why Cannibal, um, they, they didn't show any more intent with Cannibal. Like, they went super hard and led that race at Sydney, and now they're taking a sit in a really slowly run race at Caulfield against much lesser opposition. I, I thought Cannibal um, would have gone a bit closer, but... Um, yeah, you, uh, this is this is a bad race. These horses aren't going to be winning anything. Um, just another thing is just don't back Tony and Calvin McAvoy away from the synthetic because, like, especially in Metro Grade because they keep having horses come up of like really really strong figures in the on the synthetic Pacquiao or Ballarat, and then they just go no good. I guess the yeah. only exception to that is. Um, uh, What's that filly's name? The the other one that's not much good that you think's good, English Riviera. Yeah, English Riviera. I think she's not going to be a nice bet on Friday night. Hmm. Market certainly found her early. Nico, did you have any thoughts early? Well, what you just touch on the uh, Tony and Calvin thing. We're not mm. even backing them on the synthetic anymore. They finished <laughs> after my my boy Pendulum. Birmingham absolutely turned it up <laughs> on Friday for the fill up. That was not didn't get off to a good start for the weekend for the punters. But, a, couple, um, a couple of Wilbur fans actually backed the tractable, so there's a feather. Oh, did in they? Cup. Yeah, lovely. <laughs> Grim nicker. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna take uh, that? <laughs> well, uh, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised there's still Wilbur fans out there after <laughs> recent events. <laughs> after yeah. after giving them B sets and things like that. But anyway. Did you know, ingratiating get up at whatever price it was? <laughs> we'll get to ingratiating. Move on, move on. You're, settle, only, settle. you're only as good as your last tip. You keep hanging on to that. One thing, was ingratiating. One thing I want to put the sword through is people saying, um, when there's a dead heat and then on social media, the photo comes up and everyone in the comments is saying, inside horse one, outside horse one. No, it was a dead heat. Yeah. It's a pixelated image. It was a dead heat. Just shut up yeah. and move on. Well, oh, for a matter of me. fact, for a matter of fact, someone who's been up actually in the uh, up where it all happens up there, this mm. image is absolutely blown up. And if there's a margin, yeah, there's a margin. Like they can't, they can't even false. There's nothing false about it. There's, they've got to put, they've got to draw a line on the photo. And yep. that tells them how far the margin is. So if there's not a margin there, there's not a margin there. It's as simple as that. Yep, 100%. All right, let's move on to race three. It was a benchmark 90 for the mares, over 1,400 metres. And Zach Spain, I think this got right of the day on the dot-com coverage, and you can see why he's rated this horse Perfect. prior to Jenny perfectly out in front, running even sections. Overall figure is decent, 8.7 above, and... She's put a hole in him. Yeah, it was a really good ride. Mm. He just he there was there wasn't any sort of mid race slowdown. He just kept it kept it a strong, 
pace throughout and the horses that were either suspect at the trip or weren't completely fit um, fell out the back and um, she was too good. She obviously had form in that, that race uh, last prep in the uh, the Rose of Kingston. She was beaten a nose by Still a Star um, and, and then she was backed that day to beat Colette in the Tristark. Um, so she has good form um, so and she can pro- probably be followed in the future this race has gone pretty well but I think it's a bit winner only um, Sagon was pretty weak late and Mega Mia um, has been up throughout the winter so she probably has one more run but I don't think she'll be winning anything um, important anyway yep I think Zuzarella is a bit of a myth as well yeah she is yeah um, I was with her kind of early days, and she's just not much good. Nico, yeah, she, she was yeah. like the best of the early um, Victorian yeah. three-year-olds in a bad crop. Nico, you specced uh, jump the broom, and it uh, just didn't wasn't really given any. She needed to get on a fucking broom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I should have just I should have shut my mouth when we were doing the podcast because I was on track, and I'm like. This is a bit of a regretful tip. It was like nines out to fifteens. Mm. Ran accordingly. Yep. Camp's going no good. Jockey's not going that flash. Horse hasn't come up. Just an just an absolute trio of disaster. Yep, winner only there. We'll go to the Caulfield Guineas Prelude and this track quickly went from a soft six to a heavy eight and the rain was coming in sideways. I think if the stewards had their time again, I think they would have delayed the start to this race. But I wasn't complaining at all because Jamie Carr sent my best bet, half cabin, little trumpet, straight to the front or just parked outside lead. And this thing was just never getting beat. They've gone fast. Um, when there's kickback, when there's surface water and it's belting down, the best place to be in the race is sitting outside lead. That's exactly what she's done. And horses had panels on him. Yes, he's flattered by the margin. He's won by three and a half. And a lot of horses in behind are just complete forgives in these conditions. But he is a very, very nice horse. Back up to 1400 was the recipe. Yeah, what to yeah. do with this race? Oh, you no you take the winner. You can still yeah, but stick like, with amenable Sir Bailey Meredith going forward. I think to, to what extent though? Like, what, like it's going to go to the 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 guineas off this. Like, how do you price it? Like, what what is it? Like, how does it match up against other horses when it's coming off this sort of track where it's like like the rating for this is a bit up in the air because of the track condition and, and everything. Well, I think you just got to trust the horse. I've I've harped on about this all the time. Ratings aren't everything. They're not the be all and end all. When at the end of the day, they're a good guide and they're useful. But you can't just be like, it hasn't rated well. It's it's not going any good. Just trust the eye. Look what it did at Sandown. To answer your question in terms of a Caulfield Guineas perspective, three dollars all in is stupid. No shit. Yeah. You'll get that on the day. Yeah, Big it, still does, it still deserves to be favourite. A lot of these horses that are coming yeah. down Five haven't bucks, ticked maybe. the Caulfield box. Yeah. First time Caulfield is a lot harder than what a lot of people will probably sell it. 
Yeah. Well, obviously, we'll have the Golden Rose this week, which is always one of, if not the best lead up for the Guineas um, with a bit of Sydney form. So we'll see Golden Mile. Um, we'll see Jack and I'm not sure if he'll stretch out to 1,600 metres or not. Don't think in secret will come to Melbourne just yet. I think she might target the sprint, but we'll find out a lot more this week for sure. Any other comments on the Caulfield Guineas prelude? Well, the only way that Af Cabin gets beat is if something from Sydney comes. Golden Mile. I think. Mm, the stable mate, possibly. And I still think he might have the measure. Um, if, if, he's, if one of his stable mate comes, they're going to go Melbourne way and get around Caulfield the first time. I'll, I'm back and I'm pretty confident to be with Half Cabin at the moment. All right. Move on. Nice call. All right, let's move on. Um, in the Thousand Guineas Prelude, this one was for the Phillies, and Boogie Dancer has drawn the car park. Yes, came into 11 after scratchings, but has really just put panels in them. Um, yes, this is a good horse. I was a little bit suspect. Um, just I didn't know what type of run it was going to get, but Trumby Nolan has rounded them up with ease. The rating is actually quite similar to the boys, which is quite pretty funny and similar kind of kind of races. Um, but yeah, again, a bit of a bit of a head scratcher just with these conditions. She got the conditions to suit Boogie Dancer on Saturday. Yeah, she's a heavy track horse. Yeah, she does like it. Mm. Um. Yeah, I, th- I think you can forgive she's lickety split. It still ran a pretty bold race, I thought, for a horse that was three wide, the trip. And it was giving him a bit of weight as well. Yeah. Sumatra, Godolphin again, flying, rattled home late. Don't know what's talk, talk, talk There's talk that she might get out over a trip. Well, visually, you'd you'd probably suggest that just off this. How far though? Who knows? She's by a a golden slipper winner, so maybe but she's for the. Yeah, I don't know. You'd suggest that the boys' division, like, there's more chance of the Caulfield Guineas winner being half cabin than the Thousand Guineas being one of these horses, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I think I think this like if a Sydney um, three-year-old filly comes down, they'll, they'll have the measure of these. I would have thought. Yeah, just depends on which one. Yeah, right, but, but, if, but if it is heavy on the day, I think Boogie Dancer does has, have a decent chance of winning. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because you listen to when I was listening to one of the reviews today. They thought that the Sydney Phillies would have to lift to beat the Melbourne Phillies. The Melbourne Phillies have got the measure and right. the handle on the thousand guineas. Right, I'd be really? surprised if something from Sydney come. That was Jack Dickens from the Mailbag who was saying that. Him and the other bloke. They were on uh, SEN track with Gareth. Right. What a fireburn okay. lobs. <laughs> yeah. Like if... Like, your, no, your, 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 which... your, little, your little girl's going to break the slipper curse this weekend. She's going to get her heavy track, so we'll see if that thing's... We'll Mate, see if she, she's going to be a Fireburn will run top three this week. There you go, punters. Oh, it doesn't matter lock, about lock it in. top three. She's got to stick her neck out and go p- past the post first. It's 380 of the place. 
three out of the place. It's a good bet. She yeah, runs well, top Slippy three. Kirst, Slippy Curse doesn't talk to the place. Only talks <laughs> to the win, bruv. Curse can talk to my pockets after she bolts in. That's what I say. <laughs> Let's go to the naturalism. Race six, 2,000 metres. Bit of a sick watch because gold tripper horse we got on the nice juicy overs has honestly he's got every chance here had had the perfect run in transit um mz gave it every chance yes he was exposed a little early but got his wet track presented at the right time and smoke and romans has just been too tough for it uncle Bryn got up, got up along the inside and has run second a little bit underrated again smoke and romans he he's a bloody good horse and nico you you were sticking up for him in the preview yeah, well, we got the race half right, so that was uh, that was good. Yeah. yeah, he's he's very underrated, Smoking Romans. He's he's a real, just a real workhorse. Just always does. He's a winner. He's 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 always does his best. Always tries and uh, probably doesn't get enough recognition for that. So, be interesting. Do you? What do you boys think? Do you think he's like you couldn't? You couldn't be against him going towards a Caulfield Cup with 50 kilos on his back. Well, he, he got a puts one himself half up kilo on penalty. speed. Puts himself up on speed and always tries more yep. than you can say for a lot of other horses. Yeah, he got a one and a half kilo penalty. So, and he, that was the naturalism. So he's obviously in the race. Um, yeah, I could I couldn't turn anyone off having a bet on him. One thing I just want to touch on with Gold Trip is. Possibly, he's just felt the pinch a little bit late. We know horses yeah, resuming, um, yeah, being second up. That's exactly what he was. He went ran a flashy race first up at fifteen hundred meters, and I think he just felt the pinch late. He's gone from fastest six to the four, third fastest four to the two, and then the eighth fastest two to the post. So he's really peaked on his run, hasn't he, Wilbur? Yeah, he, he was off 50 days on a really testing track. So, And, and you can see in the data that he, that he has peaked on his run late. So, like, he, he's yeah, not if... going poorly. Like, this race has gone pretty well. He, mm. I think he, he can still win a nice race, maybe. this I don't know. Like, obviously, I don't think he's going to win the Cox Plate or anything. But, but if they do terrible. take him... Right, well, that, that's... Turnbull to a Caulfield Cup. Caulfield Cup, surely. Yeah, that's Turnbull probably... then to a Caulfield Cup. I wouldn't mind seeing him in a Turnbull. There was a horse I was thinking of recently who I'd want to back in the Turnbull, but I can't think of it. Oh, Surefire. Surefire. I want to back to Surefire in the Turnbull. Surely he comes down for the Turnbull. Well, Maximal. Maximal's going to be coming to that race, so they won't both be there. <sighs> yeah. Surefire. I don't know. As I'm, as, not, I'm not sold as, on Surefire. As soon as Surefire gets a good track, just yeah, he needs a good track. Bet Maximal is the exact same. What, what about Maximal? Get Maximal on a good track. <laughs> Surefire is better than Maximal. Yeah, the exact same. Surefire is better than Maximal, I think. Surefire is uh, a really. I don't know. Maximal on a on a good track. Zaki. I know oh. Zaki failed, but oh, that's a bit different. There's been two Zaki in this country. Still, still, still should have beaten Wetter. Maximal. Maximal wins that race up there. People's opinions are a lot different. I still think Surefire is better. I think I think he's I think he's like a genuine Caulfield Cup horse. Riveting argument, miss. but I'm going to cut you off there because let's go to the Rupert Clark Stakes, 1400 meters, Group One. Jamie Mott, 
He's been riding for 19 years, and he finally got his Group One. Um, absolute scenes, blah blah blah. You don't need to tell. You don't need us to tell you that he's a ripping bloke, and he has been. You know, he he is one of the hard workers in the industry because he probably walks around naturally. 65 kilos maybe more if he didn't actually keep his weight down he's a naturally a heavyweight jockey he's one of the taller ones he's carried the 57 and a half year call sign Mav and adds another group onto his CV I'm Superman has ran a huge race for drawing a cast barrier on a wet track we thought maybe he didn't like it um, but he's ran huge and Tuvalu has been Tuvalu ran his usual honest race Buffalo River being uh you know, he got his conditions. He had every chance. He just faded out a little bit late. And He's there were a couple, couple of disappointing runs. The end is very near. How far I wish I win. Far out. Mm. This, yeah. is a, this is not a group one. This is not a group one. Callside Mav winning the race has told you that. It's not, not, not that bad of a horse, but... Like, oh, could have stolen fields. Yeah, I don't know. It's just cast having the um, two of the early favorites not make the field, and on the day there's like five different scratchings. Like, I don't know. Just you, you know, can't what makes really pisses you off. You can't and I didn't even back it. get it either. Yeah, but still. Well, Wilbur could have been worse. Could have been like Benny and I. Yeah, who had you could have backed the field. <laughs> Who had two horses start sub five dollars <laughs> after getting fifteens and twenty sixes? You know how fucking demoralising that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and and I thought Tuvalu was home at the corner. He looked it. Uh, we move uh, on. We'll keep snatching those overs. No, we'll Nick, talk about this a bit, bit longer. Oh, what we'll else do you want to talk about? You just told us it's not a Group One, and you want to keep talking about. All right, whatever. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Tuvalu can win another race. And, um, uh, I think a sneaky run in the race yeah. is Banker's choice. He's come from yeah, well, a, a, what's a he win? position. He'll win a 1600 meter group two at Randwick once he goes back up there. He needs wet tracks, so he goes to Sydney. Dallasan's going all right Ugh, for something. Dallasan. Where's he gonna go though? Like maybe the he, champion, one of those champion races. Because nothing. What's he gonna go, go to? A McKinnon. Maybe he's gonna be about twenty to one, and have fucking none. Oh well. Just quick retiring. vent. Quick vent. I hate that they've changed the names of all these races. Yes. From like the McKinnon and the Dali. I backed the wrong horse in a futures market. I backed him in the Caulfield Stakes instead of the. Uh, sorry, I backed him in the Champion Stakes instead of the. Um, Champions Mile oh, no. because it all just looks the same when you open up the Futures tab like just give me the McKinnon the Cantala and the Dali back well no they like, can keep them as their new names but have them in brackets like Dali McKinnon yeah. Cantala anyway are we done? yeah are we done with the the Group 2 handicap? Group 3 <laughs> Group three was race eight. It was the How Now Stakes. Nico, you and I kind of thought there's only going to be two chances in this race. Chain of Lightning has ended up starting really short. 
Um, one thing I'll say about her is the horse she beat last start, passive-aggressive, picket fence, picket fence, she'd kind of come to the end of her prep, and now it's... I just think Chain of Lightning has probably come to the end of her prep. Um, yes, possible she wasn't as effective in the heavy ground and the race shape of just being so slow or sit and sprint has been against her but let's be honest Zapoteo sitting there at five dollars when chain of lightning was a dollar 65 it was over the odds yeah well we always said that it was a, a, an easy two bet play and, and that we did hmm. um one of the boys we were with had chain of lightning for a ripe fill-up, yeah. well into the five figures. So we were definitely cheering chain for him, but lucky that he was uh, smart enough to listen to the advice of all of us, and he did have a, a good save of it on Zapoteo. But, yeah, I don't know. It's a bit hard with these mares when they keep winning because eventually they're going to probably lose. Stats say there's only been one horse that's not lost in its career so um, yeah thanks for that <laughs> well it's a bit it's a real shame it's a real shame that passive aggressive lost yeah. last start what, because they, they, be they, would abs- <laughs> they would have absolutely been <laughs> no well this would have been like this would have been perfect race for her the how now she would have got her favoured track conditions it's yeah. a real shame I still feel like everyone... Oh, I don't know. Zapoteo was just underrated in the market still. She had this... form around Mazu. Like, she'd smacked Jamea first up. Like, absolutely annihilated her. She's a group class mare. Yeah. And she went around... What? Eight times the price of Chain of Lightning here? Yeah. This, this good, race shape is disgusting. Good. Good that they scratched yeah, right. uh, Isotope because she had none. Yeah, the race shape, the race shape was disgusting. It's like disgusting. When, when they when they came around the turn, there was like four of them in the line. And it was just a, a genuine sit and sprint. Yeah, like they've and gone Zapoteo to the to had the, the best sprint. Yeah, to the four hundred meters, Zapoteo has gone. Uh, hold on, let me do maths for a second. They um, said they eight, said on um, eight point one length slow, all average, mm. and hold on. And for the class, they've gone. Uh, fuck, I don't do maths anymore. Hold on. Um, Aren't you reading numbers off a website? Nah, but because I have to add the the six of the four to the to the six. Um, oh fuck! Help me out here. Ah, <laughs> uh, whatever. Doesn't matter. <laughs> they've gone really. Know. They've gone really slow, and um, and so for the all average Zapatos come home um, sixteen point seven last 400 above all average which is just fucked like that should happen like just yeah. go at a decent tempo please because because th- that's that's the reason why chain of lightning's lost because they've gone so slow that if it was a genuine tempo she she probably does win yeah and i think i think moods was actually giving jamie a bit of a bake after i was race. about to i was about to say that yeah, it is probably yeah well he it. should because he they, all the jockeys in this race should get a bake because like, this is disgusting. Yeah. Yep. Beaten by race shape, beaten by track, but she, po- it, she it is possible that she could be nearing the end of her prep as, as well. It's been a it's been a long one. 
Last race? Yep. 1,100 metre, open handicap, and what a way to end the day this was. Wilbur has chimed in with a $14 winner. Ingratiating, blinkers back on, MZ on, drawn out around Caulfield. One turn, it doesn't matter, and he's had panels on him here, really. Um, you know, he's, he's worth, come home it, really strong. It is worth... It is worth noting that um, the reason that he did lay in badly late is he had a bit of dirt in his blinker. Oh, right. So what people thought was bad race manners, hmm. he's actually just had something scratching his eye. That's why he played in. Yeah. yeah, he he was um he was dirt. half blessed with the race shape because he 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 did get into the right part of the track, but you know he got back to his best form and his best huh. form was good enough to smash this lot up. Yeah. Half He's blessed carried... or just a half blessed? That's a good ride by a good jockey. Both. Both. Race shape, like, you know, they've they've slowed it down. He's been able to build his momentum around him, and there was only one horse you wanted to be on as they approached home. Uh, he's carried. Well, I know you're not a weights man, especially in the sprints, but he's carried four and a half kilos more than it's our time, and he's carried six more kilos than Curran, and he's demolished him. So he is it a lower, lower mean, group class sprinter. Absolutely means something, especially. When it's that substantial. Let's not get into this argument right now. On the wet track, it means a bit more, but... <laughs> but what about like, Prince of Boom? 750 into like 4.20. Good go. Yeah, it was a good go. And it was absolutely sick when you launched the place at threes. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be jumping off him. Wasn't Frosty's best. That's all I'll say. All right, going to to Sydney? Yeah, let's go to Sydney. What was our... um, Let's touch on on the second race. I want to know how that rated. That man, Hagoni. Mahagoni. Mahagoni, right, the second race? Yeah, this was a a horse a lot of people were interested in. Um, Overall figure is 7.8 above. They've gone quite fast. It's a, it's a. It was a horse that got beaten by Waterford last start. Well, right, okay. Everyone was tipping on Saturday. Yeah, it's a de- it's a decent it's a decent win. Yeah. yeah, it's good time, good enough time for a um, benchmark seventy two midway. Yeah, he's Who better trains than that it? grade. Oh, not a big trainer, it's a country trainer, I think. David Payne, decent trainer. Hmm. Oh, there you go. I didn't even think it was. Much David, David. Oh, he's all right. Yeah, he's around. He's around the Quinella as well. Mm. Oh, um, black, one for your black book. Absolute peach from J Mac in that race. Not an absolute peach in this race. Uh-uh. Oh, what? Which aboard, one are you talking about? Oh, aboard Grayson Arnold or aboard Arnold? No, Arnold. Oh, the horse wasn't that good. I think he's just resented... The horse is never going to be looking any good when you take away his biggest asset. Yeah, but the owner, they don't know that. Ride him cold and let him launch? But it was a slow pace. Yeah, Nico, I can see what you're saying from a punting perspective. He has been better ridden cold, but this is a horse having, what, only his, what, third or fourth start or something like that? 
So they're obviously just trying to teach him to see if they can ride him on speed. Which doesn't help the punters who have taken oh, yeah, $1.60. Great, great, <laughs> great fucking decoy at $1.60. He's obviously jumped out well and they haven't, they've just gone even. But yeah, I, he didn't have that same dynamic finish, did he? No. no Stray was good. Mm, it was. She was very good from the back. Oh, yeah, great. Super. <laughs> All right, we'll move on from that race then. Yeah, um, I was a little bit down in the dumps after that race. Ita. Bloody midweek horse, but top ranked ran well. Top ranked. This is probably one of the wins of the day in Sydney. Has really appreciated a fast tempo and has appreciated obviously a bit of a, a bit of give in the ground. A soft seven. That's the track he likes. Bowman. This is Bowman at his best, slicing through the middle of him, um, off that good speed. Well, let's see what type of fractions he's run. What the fuck was Rachel King doing? Oh, on Oprah's. <laughs> yeah. It was one of the worst rides I've ever seen in my life. What the fuck was she doing? I don't know. He's a bit of a myth, that horse. Was it trying to get into an Everest, like it's trial? <laughs> God. It's a, a Some jockeys, like, myth. genuinely, I don't think they know how fast they're going. Surely you've got to know when it's going that fast. Like, this oh. thing was absolutely flying... I think this is. I think this ride has put the horse back into the paddock. Yeah, that's it. Forever. <laughs> yeah. Poor thing, bro. I feel bad for it. Fuck me. Um, top ranked. What you're level? Light, you're you light to? enough to be a jockey, will we? You should go riding. What that light? Cut off one of your arms and you ride. <laughs> yeah. Get you on a plant-based diet and you'll be it's riding winners no time. See, see right. how the ATAR goes first before, <laughs> you, before, you start, yeah. before you start giving it away. <laughs> Top ranked. He's into uh, equal favourite for the Epsom with uh, Fangirl. I, he'll obviously... I'm not, I haven't seen the exact weights, but he'll have a, a fair bit more than her, but she she kind of resents the wet track as we it saw later on in the It depends on the track day. pattern, which one starts favourite, you would have thought. Yeah. Yeah, track You'd half nearly be ready to take Fangirl on in the episode, wouldn't you? Yeah, if depending on rain. Wet. Ice Bath, she's absolutely flying. She can't be going any better. She should be favourite, I think. Nah, personally. give me top ranked over Ice Bath. I heard, um, I heard uh, Vince Arcadi saying um, that he thinks Fangirl's a six length worse a horse on a uh, heavy track. Hmm. Well, that's, that's an easy problem. Put her on the float. And yeah. Get her to Melbourne. Get her to Melbourne. And Come you can on, put her. Yeah. And you can put her other little pretty girlfriend in Espiona. Send them both down. Yeah, <laughs> agree. So they don't go any good in Sydney. Stop race. And while well, while you're at it, just ring Richard Lit. Tell him the truck's going to Melbourne. <laughs> you want to put Profondo on it? We'll get to the or, group one in a sec. We'll get to the group one in a sec. Uh, save your tickets. Save your tickets. Zoo gotcha. Um, this was J Mac lifting a horse off the canvas um she is a nice horse she beat an unlucky in secret last start we know that's great form and she yes she did get a, a good run here but the stable mate modern madame pomery at 30 40 to one has had all the momentum come down the outside and 
thankfully, Zoo Gotcha has knuckled down under the urgings of the young goat and fought back. I was watching this one with you, Nico, behind the glass at Caulfield, and I saw the horse started to come back. I got off out of the chair, and I said, off the canvas, bang, got it. Yeah, I think I remember saying something to you as this 40 to 1 stablemate has leveled up. I'm like, oh, fucking waller. It's a dirty wall <laughs> setup. I was like, oh, no. And then yeah. I just never really wanted to kick past Zoo Gotcha. J Mac was lifting it, lifting it, lifting it. I suppose that's what happens when you got a horse on you with a heart, isn't it? Sometimes they can be off the canvas. Madam mm. Pomery looks goes. like a good 1,000 guineas horse. Yeah, it does. How much do you take that SP into account? Wow, they're only they're only lightly raced horses. I don't think it matters too much. Like it's mm. it's second up, and it's in its third prep. Like I don't know, get it up to sixteen hundred meters, and yeah, I don't know. How often do you see one of these ruffies that have this flashing light run that SP so short next start and do absolutely nothing? Yeah, well, it obviously depends on. Um, track condition but sh- she did run well and she looks like a horse that um, Chris would take down to the, the thousand guineas or something like that mm. um, so what what are the what's the race that a lot of these will head to is there a mile the race flight, isn't it the, the flight, flight. Yeah, yeah that's right yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of um, what's is that a week after is that next week or the week uh, after that probably two I'm or three sure. weeks from now yeah, it's Don't two know. weeks away yeah, sweet. So we'll see a lot of those go around. All right, let's get Hard to... Hard to say in beat and Zoo gotcha. Yeah, depends what's there. If, if in secret... No, in secret will probably drop back to 12. In secret will go... They said today she'll likely freshen and go to the cool ball. Yeah, huge. She doesn't let's get seem to the like George Main. Yeah. Group one. Uh, we've later learnt that Animo pulled up three out of five lane, which is quite concerning. And... We've seen the video of him lashing out in the mounting yard. That's normal for him, but you never want to see your multi-million dollar colts um, smack their hoof on the on the gate. Um, yet again, another another slowly run Group One affair, and he's just been able to be the strongest late. It's obviously nothing nothing flash on the ratings and on the clock, but he's. He's done what he's had to do. How how much was that lameness playing a factor into this race? It's it's hard Probably to tell, isn't it? not much. Doubt of his mind. Well, when he's kicked out, that little hop off the left back hind didn't look very good. Hmm. There's every chance that that's what's caused it and he's been running hurt for the race. It's possible. Possible, yeah. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. He's fine now. Yeah. Yeah, he'll keep winning. Like he, he'll, he'll probably win the Cox Plate. I think. I don't think Zaki's good enough to get back to. Zaki's there's two Zaki's. There's the Zaki that won the Dubin Cup, and there's the Zaki that's run the exact same rating in every other start. And that rating that he does most of the time isn't good enough to win a Cox Plate. And then you've got Ooh. Animo, who's reportedly um, uh, gotten better from. Made progress from three to four, and you've got um Thunderstruck who's putting it all together, and well, you've you got those we'll two. 
We'll see how good Zaki's going this weekend. This time yeah. next week when we're sitting here reviewing, you'll yeah, have an idea whether the Cox Plate's got two chances or one. Yeah, and there's also, um, depending on how much, well, what is it? How much weight she gets or something like that, um, Dewis might go to the Cox Plate as well. And I think Montefilia yeah, should she want. She's going to the Caulfield Cup. I think they yeah, both the, are. The comment, you, could the have, comment, you could have back them anyway. They're going horrible. No, nah, well, Jewess pulled up Who? a bit lame as well, apparently. Did she? Yeah, Jewess yeah. has got a sore back or something. She, she just she's going you just fine. Would, you just wouldn't want to be backing her. This is like the second time that she's had a niggle in two runs, this preparation. Just Interrupted old. preparations with these mares doesn't often end very well. You've got if to reserve right judgment on, for when she gets to 2,400. Yeah, if she's right on Caulfield Cup Day, then... She's right on Caulfield Cup Day. I don't really care until then because she's not probably not going to be winning a race until then. Um, She'll just got, flop I've out the, the back and run on. I've got the pen through. I'm taking her on for the rest of the prep. Hinged and right. Ice Bath, they're both very, very honest. They can find their race and they, they're probably the two in this race that do like the wet track. Montefilia maybe as well. Fangirl, Profondo, Maximal Converge, they, they just seem to resent any any rain yeah Converge resents having a crack <laughs> well that, that was another thing I wanted to say oh. why was it why was it last you, where did like, you think it was going to go first slowly very slowly run race it was gay going forward gay bot well why not because it's not a go forward horse he's done well, both he's done both in his career like in in that sort of scenario, there's, there's mm. no speed on paper. Just put it forward. No, I, you win I agree more with races. Will here. I agree with Will here. How did how did Converge beat Animo in a round with guineas? He's a heartless squeaver who had one birthday. Yeah, but at least it went forward. I thought it was strange tactics as well. But not that he would have won. But give you give your horse more of a chance at least. Speaking about giving your horse a chance, we'll move on to the shorts, eleven hundred meters. Brendan Avdala has given Eduardo oh, no chance. Jeez. Um, let's it's get as it. As bad let's as it gets. Up. Okay. So. Little yellow script just got found out when the big boys come to play. <laughs> so, this is this oh. is the fastest. Oh, I'm happy to say Eduardo over, you know, over, over 800 metres or however long is the fastest horse in Australia out of the barriers, etc., in front pace Avdala has gone 4.8 lengths above uh, below the all benchmark to the 600 and for the class benchmark it's 10 and a half he's not a horse who can just sit and sprint and it's a genuine slaughter um, obviously if Nash was on this would have been run a lot differently but to be honest it just says a lot about Nature Strip as well. We've learned that he can now, he can go off a fast tempo, he can go off a slow tempo, he can lead, he can sit behind him. And in this race, he's box seated. I don't think I've ever seen Nature Strip box seat come through with his run and put pay to them, but that's what he's done. It's rated 107 on Dan O'Sullivan's uh, weight phrase performance rating. So that's a that's a huge rating for a slow speed, it's but actually, I'm not sure if it really accounts for his speed too of- much. 1.6 first up. His best before that was 105.3. What? Or 105.3. No, wasn't it? Wasn't, no, didn't he have a 108? He said, 
No, he said. Um, first he up. Said, no, he, he 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 said he's he's been to 107 first up in the past. But it says that on on his Twitter post. Stand by. I'll get but it up. Nature strip. Nature strip's peak is like a 112 or something. I think. I thought it was. First, that was I thought it was a first up peak that I read. I'm pretty. Anyway, I'm pretty sure anyway, really, he, he ran a one one oh eight point five. I think that might have been the lightning. Yeah. Anyway, regardless, the champ's back. Mm. Super. Yeah. It was good to see. Uh, I was actually gobsmacked when J Mac asked him to take like a sit and ease underneath him, and he sort of like just flicked his head, relaxed, <laughs> and then as soon as J Mac went for him again. Just, just never get tired of watching a good horse what they do best do you Benny keep it in your pants mate <laughs> no better feeling to daydream no better <laughs> feeling than seeing that little yellow faggot run back <laughs> no it was, it was good to see overpasses ran well lost and running has ran on really well he's flying that horse I will Huge. say, I think I think Lost and Running's been flattered a little bit because it's such a slow tempo and he's got a nice turn of foot. He's going really well. But if Eduardo goes fast in front here, Lost and Running probably doesn't finish off the exact same. He's not an 1,100-meter horse, I don't think, and wheels probably spin a little bit more. He's been well, able to build into the race. Off, the horse that finishes off a little bit better was Mask Crusader. He was a bit of a little hit and run. Yeah, I, I was quite, about to say probably, that. Probably not, he's probably mm. not going to win. I hope yeah, he goes he... around a massive price in the Everest and I'll just have something small on him. Well, the race, the, the race for the, half these horses is in two weeks' time. The Premier. The Premier, because Nature Strip's not going to be there. I'd probably be backing Lost and Running in a Premier. Yeah. Lost Over and Running being run Mass Crusader. Would, well, yeah, for the listeners, if they followed me and I did, so, I did half kick up for Overpass, I said that he'd probably run a decent race trying to get an Everest slot. Bjorn, if you're listening to this, come to the Manicato. You've got none in oh, Everest. Please, please, please come, come to the Manicato. Oh my God! Better Bjorn, and a half. You'll win more winning the Manicato than running fifth in the Everest. Please. Yeah. <laughs> Do yourself and me a favour. And me. Yeah, and Ben too, and probably Nick. Just and it's everyone that has it's half a brain. Just all of the racing put previews. it in the manicado, please. <laughs> Fuck. Anything else out of the race? Mazu has run kind of decent. Some people probably had him thought he Mazu was better meow. than this. Yeah. I wouldn't say meow. He's, Mazu, he's, just, oh, he's, he's a fucking, meow. He's a fucking B grader. Yeah, he's not that good. He's overrated. Yeah, but we thought we. This is how we thought he'd run, and this is how he ran. So yeah, yeah. yeah well, <laughs> few stupid people out there thought that he was going to beat him. Yeah, I think Stu backed him. So, Stu, hang your head in shame, mate. Stu, bar. <laughs> Stu bar. Come on, mate. All right, let's go to race nine, the Kingston Town Stakes, group three. A little bit of a sick watch from me because I've ended up going with Benno because Gold Trip was scratched out of this race. Benno talk, about, talk about meow. Loomed up to them and Allegron... Oh, he's one of mine, Allegron, because he's just such a tough horse, and he's shown that toughness again here. I didn't think he'd, I don't, I didn't think he'd be able to do it at two thousand. I thought, yeah, no, nah, he'll need further. Rachel on, but no, nah, he's really kicked back, and 
and it's a high rating race as well. He's a went... proper, th- he's a proper thinker that Benno. That's twice he's had a decent race to win, mm. and has fucking turned it up. He had every chance to beat Hitotsu in a derby, yeah. and he's dead set turned it up here. And on the other hand, Allegron's a real fighter. What were you going to say? Yeah. I was going to say the complete opposite to what you're both saying. Um, I think Benno's just about a moral in the metro. Oh, off this, Wilma. like it he's was ten lengths off. It up. I'm not. Uh, I'm not saying he's not. I'm not saying he's not a good chance in the metro. But yeah, I Allegron's think Allegron's him... just out toughed him here. No, the the race shape suited Allegron so much more. He like at the 800 meters, he's about five lengths in front of him, and 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 Benno's um like has to get into the race. So you reckon he's by putting himself into the race. So he's made a massive mid race move, mm, and so. then peaked on his run late. This isn't the grand final. Um, next start, Metrop. Like I think he's, like, I think I think he'll win. Another another horse around that really well was Stockman. Um, but yeah, I think Allegron was half gifted by the race shape, and Knight's order was good, but I don't think he's going to win the Metrop. Um, yeah. But needs, yeah, needs I'm, I'm really, yeah. really, really keen to follow Benno in the into the Metrop. I can think you he just tell me on, Can you just tell me on punting form t- t- how how big Benno's heart is? Because I'm not <laughs> he's got one. Well, this here's the funny thing: he's run the fastest eight to the six. This is Benno. He's run the fastest four to the two and the two to the post of the race, and he's still been beaten. So, I think just visually, it looked like he was just gonna sweep past him and, and you know put him put pay to him but yeah he had to make a, a long sustained run from the thousand off of fast pace and it yeah. just wasn't doable well the and fact that he still had the, the fastest run. four to the two and the two to the post means he never actually visually it looks like he almost got to the lead but obviously he, he didn't yeah <laughs> yeah well I think I think he's a very 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 good bet in the Metro yeah. next start you back Ole Wilbur and then obviously, right. surefire, you probably needs dry ground. You can probably follow Just him. Just send back him on dry to ground. Melbourne. Fuck yeah. no. It's not that hard. Yeah, agreed. And in the last, uh, do we want to touch on this race? Brigantine? Oh, no. Yeah. I don't even know who that horse is. What a horse. Actually, yes, I do. J Mac, five winners, baby. <laughs> it, got, it got Nico J Max, five winner bet at $7 on the, on the tab. So wow, that should have been a right fill up. Six and seven was so on at the start of the mm, day. I know. If you had a one seven, I I would have <laughs> I would have bought Caulfield. Would have been unreal at seventy ones. Yeah, I had like a sevenfold going with all these ten rides. Who would have paid for the inner track to be <laughs> to, to be to be ripped up? Um, is it is there a worse decision than making a Caulfield inside track oh, ever it's just going to be fence hot oh my god I don't think it gets any worse than that so how's Godolphin how's Godolphin running top two here again Brigantine and Larkspur run just absolutely flying dominating I've read somewhere they're sending Brigantine some, to a decent race they yeah, well, come back good Travers tipped it in was it a spring champions or something what has he tipped it in I've had a bet on it, and I've already forgotten what it's what he's tipped it in. That's how well I'm going. Let me get it up. 
Stand by, punters. Stand by, stand by, stand by. Brigantine in the Golden Eagle. So he's going to the Golden Eagle. Oh. 26 oh, bucks. He can't win that. Never know. You don't. You just don't know what's going to these races. You don't know what's going to the Epsom. You don't know what's going to a Cox Plate. So it all it all just depends. Uh, was there anything Full else? Full credit to the the racing calendar because it's a complete shit show. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna see some bad horses in the Everest this year. Like there's gonna be some proper roadblocks. There's not there's not that many good sprinters at the moment. Like there's Nature Strip, Eduardo, and they're mm. about the only ones that are. Did we touch on Classic Legend that he's absolutely gone? I don't think we did. Oh uh, well, like it's just like the horse needs to race, and so it races, and then they send it out to the the paddock. Like it just makes no sense. Like just let the horse fucking run. Just let mm. the horse retire because he's fucking oh, done. Yeah, that too. To be honest, just. Yeah, he should no, like he's. he's he, they shouldn't have even bothered bringing him back. Nah, but I don't, I don't have a good eye. I don't have a good eye, but he trialed lame. He trialed like a horse that has issues right now. Could be wrong. The, the failed, the failed mission to Hong Kong was the sign just to stop. Hmm. After that, yeah, just this silly old prick, silly old prick that trains him, <laughs> has got no idea. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, what if we want to get him on the show now? How is no. he going to come on when you've called him that? What? How would why would we have him <laughs> on the show? He's got no good horses. Classic Legends, all right. I wouldn't feed Classic Legend carrots. <laughs> his his peaks just <laughs> as good as Nature Strip's peak. And one does it time and time again. One's done it once. Yeah, well, still. I can I can be a one hit wonder. <laughs> In what? Anything. Yeah. The bedroom. Shut up. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Classic Legend's done. All right. Yeah. Sunday. There's no Sunday ratings through, is there? Um, Saturday. Jordan, nope. What about Jordan, um, Fortune six was by, very good. What about six by sixty-three? Oh, it was a good win, but he's not that good. It's Metro. I mean, um, he's a racing previous favourite. He deserved a win. We deserved a win. He got his win. You know what? Yeah, I don't. I don't back many winners at Morphville, so it was it was finally good to get the monkey that's, off the back there. Well, it's been that's, a why I was, that's why I wanted to sort of just half blow the trumpet. Yeah. If you're betting in South Australia, you're cast. Yeah. It's a dead joint. <laughs> it's horrible. Let's. This joyful fortune who won the last at Flemington yesterday, um, coming back from Hong Kong, heavy ten at Flemington. We I haven't seen a heavy ten at Flemington in I don't know maybe forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, this horse is absolutely spanked decent rain in Varvia. Surely there's a decent race for him, lower listed, lower group class. He'll probably get an Everest ticket off that. <laughs> He's a good horse, I think. Yeah. What's it's the a big um, drift on him? Is it the Gill guy? Is that in spring or is that the one in what's the No, that's race? that's in the that's in the spring, the group two. It's on um, I think it's on the Salinger or whatever. I think no, I think the the Gill guy's on Turnbull Stakes there. Okay. First of October. Yeah, right. So he so could maybe go there. this horse can go there. Mm. Yep. Is that all? I think that's special. I think so. Yeah. Nico's clocked off, he's on the phone. Yeah. Um, I think that's about it. This ra- uh this podcast has been sponsored by Where the Punt. Lots of good stuff dropping there at the moment. 
Still didn't Hagrid's get along. The, how good's yeah, the cap? The or the and the nature strip one. Oh, the yeah. nature strip one's the grass. That looks so good. Animals just come out. One. Yeah. So, so good. get on where the punt. Um, I think we've just uh, he's just given us a racing previews discount. Uh, RP15 RP15 so 15% off there um, tip me into a winner this week and same as, same as last week longest price winner no one can give me winners at the moment so you're all cast at the moment longest Is, price winner are, are people actually tipping or there's been a couple there's been a couple but they're just shit I'm joking I'm joking I'm sorry listeners just, just go, it's just flying over the head at the moment but we'll get well, one this week well. Yeah, you know, it's absolutely pushing the friendship with the listeners out there. They're <laughs> right sick of you. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll on now. This weekend is one of the great weekends in sport. Moya Stakes Night on the Friday, AFL Grand Final on Saturday, and then we go to the Underwood on Sunday. Racing Good luck, punters. Um, get down to Moya Stakes Night on Friday night. Get down there on Friday night, have a couple of beers with your mates on Saturday, and then get to the races again on Sunday. Good weekend over, over on Saturday. Get off and dominated, and the Blues dominated. Go Patrick Cripps. I'm moved out of the need of a